0: Hello everyone and welcome to Your Uncle's Beach House Episode 7. I am Jackson, I am joined by Am. Hello. 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 This is Abnormal Mapping's anime podcast uh, that is not the Gundam show we do. We do a Gundam show every week where we watch two episodes of anime. This is a slightly different anime show where we watch usually a 12 episode chunk or a series or a movie, uh, generally that kind of size of anime, and talk about it. Uh, this is a Patreon episode, which means that our friend Rosa uh, has been subscribed at the uh, appropriate tier and chosen an anime for us to watch. You can do that if you would like to uh, select an anime for us to watch. Uh, you can go to patreoncom mapping and uh, subscribe at the appropriate tier. We've got another episode, uh, Patreon episode coming up very soon. Um, yeah. It's a nice process. We like it a lot. We love we we love to do it. People like to suggest them. Uh, it seems to work out very well as a Patreon system. Uh, so, yeah. But if you're just if you just clicked on this, then hi, uh, I'm
1: Jackson. I'm joined by Am. This is a normal mapping. We talk about stuff. Anime, anime, animation in general. In fact, if someone wants to request Western animation, I will happily watch a cartoon with you. I don't give a fuck. Yep. No, we we go with the
0: generic definition of just animation usually.
1: Yes. Uh, anime is uh, a big umbrella term. It's a big house. Everyone's invited. Everyone is here. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, the most anime the the most anime um but this week we are talking about
0: paradise kiss
1: uh yeah paradise kiss is an adaptation of a manga the manga was by ayazawa uh it uh ran from 1999 to 2003 the anime is directed by osamu kobayashi uh you might know him he went on to do a beck mongolian chop squad the anime um and uh, this aired on Fuji TV uh, in 2005. It is 12 episodes long.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, it tells the story of, um, just in a, in a broader sense, it is the story of a girl called Yukari who gets whipped up into the world uh, of high fashion, but for high schoolers. I think uh, you mean Caroline. Yeah, I mean, I mean Caroline. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's the broad premise of it. Um, I was going to give like a generic story summary, but there's not much. It's her, and her it's her and her relationship with George and her goings on with the wider group uh, of uh, fashion students at a like h- high fashion school uh, before they all graduate at the end of the show. It's Classic. I know, I premise. know that he
1: goes by George, but because his actual name is Joji and the way that they say it, I just think of his name as being Georgie. So the thing for me is that sometimes the subtitles
0: say both, which means that there's clearly a difference. When people are calling him George and and
1: Georgie. Yes, because but the way that the way that Japanese says <laughs> well, you know, George, yeah. they they emphasize the like e, like it's Georgie. So I think of him as Georgie. Uh, that's just how it's mm-hmm. going to go. This episode, yeah. Fair that's warning.
0: that's That's fine. I think of him as George, but yeah, they do they do say it in a. Uh, in a way that makes it for us who are not obviously, we don't un- understand Japanese beyond we've watched a lot of anime. We don't have, you know, haven't learned the language because we're cowards. Um, it is it hard to differentiate when they're saying his nickname or his name.
1: Yes. Um. So yeah, worth noting this is a anime manga that is internationally famous in part because it is heavily fashion inspired. It ran in Zipper Magazine, which is a fashion magazine, not a manga magazine. Yes. Um, and so this is one of those that's seen adaptations all over Europe and Asia and South America and all over the place. So,
2: yeah,
1: you know, it's good fashion. Fashion's good. Universal language. People putting on cool clothes. Yeah. You know, it's also good. Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so I guess I guess we should start with the end which is every episode ends with Franz Ferdinand and it's the best choice possible I love it so much It's an much, incredible Jess. choice. Uh it's uh, the opening and ending of the show are incredible. Um just yes. good
0: um animation throughout but the ending's particularly good cuz one it's, it's high energy, and it's got uh, the Franz Ferdinand song not that one the other one. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's uh do you want to? Yes. Uh, and also, it's all animated in the uh, kind of deformed, not not chibi, like, it's not; they're not fully chibi, but it is the deformed, stylized version of the characters yes. the show goes into at certain moments to emphasize, uh, usually, the playfulness of the characters. Yes. Uh, and it's all in that style. It's such a good, kinetic ending. It makes me feel very happy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, good. Put that song in my head. I had not thought about it since 2005. <laughs> no! Boop <laughs> boop boop boo, boo, doo, 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 doo uh so might as well just talk about the actual anime do you want to briefly summarize what happens in it um i suppose so uh so uh yukari
0: is uh spotted by a group of uh third year fashion students and taken to their hideout when she like they kind of like she's harangued by one of them Arashi, uh, and then kind of uh passes out uh and they take her to their uh, hangout spot and give her the offer of, "Hey, do you want to uh, come and model for us? Because we need a model to, you know, to show off all our clothes at the um, at the uh, the catwalk ceremony at the end of the year." Uh, and she's like, "Obviously not. I would never do such a thing. I am proper girl who likes grades." Uh, but turns out she's not that at all because she really wants to just let herself be able to hang out with the cool uh, fashion kids. And it's basically a coming of age, sexual awakening show uh, about her relationship uh, with George uh as they kind of come together and then have some mind games and bounce off each other for the series uh she ends up uh moving in with him briefly uh and, um, like, running away from home briefly, uh, all of these, like, very high-tension, very teenage uh, things going on. And then there's a line in the middle of it, which is a very important line for context, where she's like, you've been running away from home for six days. Yes. (laughs) So all this, like, high drama about the stakes of their relationships are very clearly just teen bullshits. This this entire show
1: basically takes, aside from the last episode, takes place over about three weeks. It's amazing.
0: And it's played as if it's just this epic, like a story of love and betrayal and um like the intensity of their relationship and then there's just a couple of moments where pit like pops that balloon uh and it's like extremely
1: relatable being a teenager
0: (laughs) yeah not in a way that like looks down on the like calls those those feelings invalid but these are some teen ass teens yeah Uh, that's just how it is uh and um that's really the plot. There's not really a central plot beyond their relationship goes back and forth. Uh I will summarize just the, the broad strokes of the uh the way it all comes together, which is that uh her and George kind of bounce off at each other a few times. Uh sometimes they're like really intensely in love, sometimes she's not talking to him because he's kind of being a bit flaky, but then she's not communicating with him and teens and teens and teens. Uh and then at the end of the show, uh, it comes to a decision as to whether George is going to um stay Uh, in japan uh, or go to europe and kind of chase his dream of being a uh, ridiculous uh horde fashion designer because uh george is obviously a fashion designer who loves fashion but can't make money with it because he's too ridiculous uh and so it's like kind of you know do you want to pursue your dreams do you want to live your life um and they both come to different conclusions about what they want uh and they know that it would be a betrayal of both of them if they like uh abandoned their lives uh for this teen love so they separate sadly uh and go on with their lives but remember each other forever
1: it's not really um, that sad honestly uh it's yeah i mean it's, it's
0: she cries a lot in the moment but yes it's just a uh,
1: you know. being emotionally uh, full up and being uh like really devastated are two very different things i think worth pointing that out
0: yeah yes i mean i meant it was more like a, a melancholy like the thing i point to is the it they have this connection throughout the rest of it is implied because it's a short flash forward not long enough for us uh we'll get into that uh it is implied that although they have not seen each other they think about each other often and this yes. is like a defining central uh event in this uh woman's maturity uh that we get to uh, witness it so that's the story of the of the show yeah in its broadest form yeah um do you want to go through like the the characters before we because we got there's like multiple relationships to really talk about it's it's, yeah. it's one of the hardest shows to talk about if you haven't already watched it because yes. of how it's all just characters interacting like it's a slice of life show but not in the it's, sense of
1: yeah, it's a it's a skits. romantic drama about the acting of these characters, right?
0: Yeah. And there's no machinations, there's no plots, there's just people interacting with each other and the tensions that arise from that. Uh, yes. So if it's a little if you're a little lost then I would recommend you watch the show.
1: Yeah. Um is there a there is there a DVD release? No? Yes.
3: I don't, I don't um, how can I, people get a hold
1: of this? I believe they uh, there is a DVD release of some kind. Okay. Uh I don't
0: Please actually enjoy know. enjoy anime however
1: yes. you can enjoy anime.
0: Yes, there is a DVD release, but it was ages ago, so who knows if it's still in print. Yes. Um try to find us however you can. Yeah. <laughs> anime.
1: Before we get like too involved in this, I mean I guess we did just say how it ended, but absolutely we recommend people watch. This is a very good anime.
0: Oh, it's a fantastic anime.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: Characters. Anyway. We have we have Caroline
1: herself.
2: Caroline! <laughs>
1: uh yeah. <laughs> Uh, she is a high school student. She has a lot of expectations put on her by her mother that she must get into a good school and must cram for it. Despite the fact that she's not a particularly good student, especially now that she's in, like, college level stuff. And also is really not feeling the weight of this expectation on her as she's like, I wish I could do anything else other than this. <laughs> yep. Oh, big teen mood. You know. Um,
0: she's great. She's a good protagonist. Yeah uh all of her stuff about school and being like equally scared about it but also flighty about it but then in the way she's flighty about it it like does this really nice thing with how uh she wants to run away from it and comes to uh new things and hangs up with the fashion school uh students but she still brings the same like framework that her mother has placed on her forever to this new environment
1: yes she is the like lowercase c conservative girl hanging out with all these like dilettante art kids yes <laughs> So she spends most of the first couple episodes being very nervous that everyone's doing something wrong despite the fact they're just making a school project, basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so she's like acting like these are basically just ludicrous sexual deviants who have stolen a bar that they are making illegal clothes in and they're like, this is our school. This is like our work. We've got to do this for work. And she's like, but you were making out on the table. She's like, well, yeah, what do you do when you're, you know, it was the evening. No one else was here. We've still got work to do.
1: Yeah
0: uh so yeah so you get the traditional uh like slow awakening of like you know low c conservative values into uh, i want to fuck the hot boy type stuff yes um classic romance stuff that is very well
1: executed here uh yeah but also she's legitimately pretty good at being a model is the other thing yes like, she's very agreeable. She's, like, very no-nonsense about stuff. Like, you get the sense when she talks to the lady who runs the, like, real modeling agency that she could be her in 20 years. Like, very, like, on the ball about this culture. Very responsible uh, and forthright in a way that, like, some people are just, like, drunks who dress up and fuck around and mess up their careers, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Um... Uh, yeah, there's, um... The way all that stuff comes together is very nice because, uh, like, one of the biggest tensions is her tension between she likes modeling because it is like her vehicle to George, who is a person she likes, but she also, independent of that, likes modeling because she likes it and is good at it. Uh, and the way the series is about um, untangling those two things, and also the fact that you don't have to untangle those two things—you can like something because of you like the people. It can, you can like. You know, do something because it is your uh, connection with someone else, and also you can like it because you like it, and those things don't have to be separate houses, right? You can navigate the world in confusing ways because we're people, uh, and uh, her learning to, you know, accept that and kind of work with that is basically the arc of the show. Yes, because uh. there's a there's a there's a good theme like two thirds of the way through with her and the. Almost like to the point of parody, comedically nice guy. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> Who we'll, is... get, we'll
1: get to him, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that's yeah. So that stuff,
1: uh, we'll wait, we'll wait on that. But yes, that stuff comes uh, up in a nice way. Uh, and then we have George. Uh, who designs clothes? He's very into high fashion and thinks that to violate, to make, uh, to make clothes that someone could actually buy and wear is to violate the sanctity of his art. Though whether that is like a thing he actually believes or a front he puts up becomes like the thrust of the last couple episodes of the anime. Yeah. Um he's kind of he, he he appears to be like this cold like hedonistic playboy, but in exactly the way you do when you actually have a lot of emotion. I cry a lot, Rekwa, actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yep um he uh he is absolutely coded and admits to being bisexual i've heard that's more of a thing in the manga which i hope to read someday
0: yes uh because i also read the big beta page
1: yes uh, uh yes uh he is
0: he is definitely bi he is um
1: you know uh He's he's he is cool, high fashion uh, pretty boy, right? Like Yes, because he starts wearing amazingly tailored suits, but by the end of the anime he's just wearing a prince outfit, like a full on yes. ruffles and high collars, and it's amazing. Oh he sure is. Um uh yeah. Uh he is the illegitimate son of like an executive, like someone really high up, like own a company kind of executive. Uh Zaibatsu boss. <laughs> So he <laughs> yeah. has, like, a whole house that him and his mother have as, like, this guy's mistress. And it's mm-hmm. just the most luxurious place in the world. Uh, so he gets to be a Dylan who doesn't have to, uh, you know, worry about money. The The thing that this show does that I think is fine because it, I don't think it'd make for an interesting show, but is very much, like, short-circuiting a conversation about fashion is that most of the characters here are wealthy or at least the money doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. Like, Yukari falls into this situation without any awareness of how much money is spent on all of the stuff they buy for all of this, all these clothes and everything. And then, but then, like,
0: one of the central driving, um, one of the few, like, central mechanisms of the plot is you've got to work so you can, like, pay for yourself. But it's all in the um, framing of I don't want to be a uh, hanger-on. It's not in the framing of I need to earn money so I can have money. Um, It's all about, like... nebulous values of self-worth uh and being good to society um it's not i have to get a job so i'm not homeless yeah
1: it's a very japanese way of looking at yeah the yes. job
0: uh, it's a very early 2000s late 90s way of looking at
1: getting a job oh yes also <laughs> extremely before global recession <laughs>
0: Uh, I bet, like, you know, we don't have the cultural context to actually say, because, yeah, it does line up with what we know about um, Japanese, like, uh, attitudes towards work and stuff, but I bet this would play very differently if it was made today. Uh, yeah. Can't be sure about that, but I'm willing to make that bet.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, so, you don't really like George. I, I fucking think he's hate him! <laughs> I
0: hate him so much, he such an asshole! Um,
1: but this is a classic, uh, long-time listeners will know this dilemma. <laughs> So the thing Uh. is, I like characters who are assholes because they're assholes. I don't, that's not why I think George is good. I like him because he is clearly like a character that Yukari deeply misreads because she's never encountered someone who has this kind of guard up before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, the show mostly until the very end takes that point of view of like, oh, this is what he's like. But I'm like, nah, I know that this is a coming of age story. So you can't take your narrative, like your narrative viewpoint, that earnestly and i feel like he gives a lot of tells that he is a person who like she spends most the anime convinced that every other woman that he's friends with he's sleeping with and that's just not true that's just not who he is (laughs) yeah Um, and he outright says to her i know that you might think this of me but that's not what i'm about like maybe i've slept with some of these women before but i'm with you i'm not doing that (laughs) um yeah this is the the that's not the reason i don't like george (laughs) But also, like, her viewpoint of this relationship is he is very, like, he keeps nudging her because she basically, like, oh, we're falling into this. I'm interested in you. And he's like, well, like, I get the sense he's like, well, I think you're attractive. You have ambition in the same thing field I do, but also you you are very young emotionally. And I feel like so much of the way he treats her is, like, trying to get her to, like, step up to the plate a little bit on taking responsibility as a person in a relationship. Uh, it is, but it it comes across as so, um, what's the word?
0: Like, it comes across as so, um, the, the, ba- the balance is off. Like, he is demanding things of Ikari in a way that the show, I feel, plays as if it's like their kind of mind games, and I feel like he has all the power there.
1: I just don't um. think, I, I. like, I think that he is a little overbearing and definitely very condescending sometimes. Uh, but I also don't think that he's doing it like for bad reasons these are just two teenagers who aren't meant for each other right
0: I mean the thing for me with George is I think he is a character who like like I say I, he is clearly not like it is a front for things the way yes. he puts on this cold front but the 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 reason I react so negatively for it is because it feels like his front is um often about making sure everyone else learns to be a bit more self-sufficient. But his self-sufficiency is dependent on being emotionally catered to by every other member of the cast. Uh, Like, there are scenes where he comes in and is like, you, you're giving me your lifelong uh, bead collection because we're using them now. And everyone kind of, like, gets really emotional about that. And then they talk to Yukari about it afterwards. And he's like, well, George decided, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, And I'm, like, going, as I watch this.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think that's a failing of those characters to give, like, to just abdicate leadership to him. I fundamentally Um, disagree that it is the failings of the people
0: who are, like, accounting for their friends' uh, like needs. I think it's specifically
1: a failure of Arashi, and we'll talk about that when we talk about Arashi.
0: I mean, Arashi also sucks in a much more um, normal person way. Like, George, there are people like George in some ways, but some of his character is so cartoonish and ridiculous uh, that he is in uh, a very central fantasy, you know, a million Arashis, and they all fucking suck. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, the thing with the ra- th- th- like when we get there, the thing with Arashi is that I think that the th- his irresponsibility is much more egregious because he's so resentful about it all these characters might have like frictions but also they really believe in doing this thing together because they know it probably won't last and it doesn't last i think that's like really important to the way in which they all invest in the group effort like yes everyone kind of subsumes their own desires to do the thing george wants but also george is the person working just as hard as all them to get it all together at the last minute uh they've all believed in his dream since they were friends as kids like that's part of it like she's coming into a space where these people have years-long relationships
0: oh sure but i i still like look at the way george is set up at the head of this and feel very uncomfortable about it and like the character i'm the most sympathetic to my favorite character in the show is miwako yes
1: uh, we should probably uh, move on miwako. to miwako because she's
0: great. one of my favorite characters just as as a as a character she's great so much um, she is the uh <laughs> we don't know how to describe this but she's part of a family of uh three girls <laughs> Yes. Who are 36? She's 18, um, and her sister is eight or 11. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ch- actual child. They all look identical.
1: Yes, <laughs> they all
0: look exactly the same. They, they are, are all
1: just... they are all tiny girls with a different hair every scene and enormous lips that they just have. <laughs> as they just look like they're wearing lipstick the entire time. It's amazing. It's just full.
0: Uh, ridiculous aesthetics of shoujo uh, i know this is a, a jose show uh, so i guess yes. jose is a better word but um just full like cu- fashion girl aesthetics to an extreme of like impacting the way their bodies are designed beyond uh, any sense of like humanity um they are like fashion personified <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh it's they're a very cool family anyway uh she's great she is um she is with Arashi, who is one of the other characters we'll get to in a minute, and trapped between him and the cartoonishly nice boy. Uh, and is trying to navigate, uh, her relationships with everyone and mostly, um, manage the jealousy of the people around her. Yes. Uh, because she just wants to hang out with everyone. <laughs> she just loves everyone and wants to get along with people. <laughs> She's so nice.
1: Yeah. Um,. But yes, yeah, so she's hard. also the person, the reason we say Caroline, because <laughs> she has a, she has a very distinct way of think of uh, speaking. She's voiced by uh, Marika Matsumoto, who is famous for doing like. What is? It? I looked it up. Uh, mini stop commercials in like a convenience store in Japan. Um, okay. And so she got famous for being this like cartoon voice. Uh, she does she does a little voice work. She uh, the thing that people in the West would know her for is she's the voice of Riku in Final Fantasy X and X two and Kingdom Hearts. One of mm-hmm. my favorite characters. Because of th- this anime, I want to go and play those in Japanese for the first time in my life. I <laughs> mean, you can. There's nothing stopping you. Exactly. Um. But she is. She has such a distinct like overacted like childish is not the wrong word but it's very like performatively exaggerated way about her mm-hmm. um in her dress in her manner where she's the person who will cry at everything but doesn't take that crying very seriously is always mm-hmm. like a second away from either being like extremely sad or extremely happy but just in it. a way that feels very earnest and I love her. yeah she's she is she is the emotional center of this entire group they they would all fall apart without her yeah no and the way in which the show portrays her as like having to balance uh
0: yukari and george's relationship is very good because yes. uh, she's the person that um yukari tends to because she's the one who can actually like be like no this is how emotions work you have to talk to each other yep <laughs> um yeah and also then is uh helped with her own uh issues which i guess we should get into arashi and the other one Takamori, now
1: yeah Yeah, uh, so she's in a relationship with Arashi, who is part of Paradise Kiss clothing line. He is like their their sewer, right? Yes. And he's the punk guy. He's got piercings. He's got a, a, what do I want? Clothes pin? Safety pin. pin. Safety pin in his lip. Mm, Uh, mm -mm. He he is just, what if, uh, why can't I think of his name? Persona 4 guy. Kanji. Kanji. No, he is just if Kanji didn't was not written by conservatives who thought him being into sewing meant that he was gay and just was okay with his life.
0: (laughs) Uh, I thought being into sewing made him extremely straight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Yep. Because Um, he's just into punk music and sewing things and. He's kind of shitty, in that like you get the sense that he absolutely wanted to be the leader, but no one takes him seriously because he's a hothead and do- doesn't know how to handle responsibility at all um, but because of that has been in this weird place where he's like kind of a rival of George, but not in a real way, just the way he really believes in, and no one else does <laughs> yeah uh the, the
0: the Arashi thing is, um, I think his story is mostly good. It goes into some way, like some thinking emoji stuff at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I mostly like the way that Arashi is framed as uh, a guy who literally has a perfect life. Like, he has a group of friends who support him, he has a girlfriend who, uh, like, deeply loves him, um, and a band that's successful, and is just completely unable to accept it because of just masculinity eating away at his mind. (laughs) Uh, and ends up hurting people um, in very real ways towards the end of the show. Like, basically, he is so jealous that Miwaka um, uh, uh, is talking to uh, Takamori again, because uh, or- originally they were all childhood friends, uh, but she chose Arashi and like pushed Takamori uh, Specifically,
1: away. Arashi needed her to choose between them, because they were both yes. into her. Um it's all self
0: generated like uh, Takamori yes. and Morako would just have them hang out and probably just make out with all of each other uh because they're all just cool and normal and he's being extremely not normal. No. Um and then like literally breaks uh Morako's phone when um uh when he sees what's going on. It, and the ending is played as he realizes oh that's super fucked up to do and hopefully is going to be a not uh, uh shitty guy but then it kind of it, it ends right at that moment you don't get to see him really grow. Uh, you do get to see him finally being able to hang out again with Muako and Takamori together. Yes. So there is like a hope for maybe to get over that one day, but it's I
1: I, I believe that he will be okay.
0: Yes. The, the show plays it as him being okay, but also I think the show um, is getting into things that are heavier than the show treats it as.
1: Yes. No, because he, he's definitely controlling and like, you know on like in the discourse he would be a canceled person for abusive behavior right yes uh when, in a way, look, in a <laughs> way that only eighteen-year-olds can get away with, like what would otherwise be really abusive behavior, because they're children.
0: Yes, and because the show contextualizes them as children, and because well, he's not a real person. Uh, yes. I I can like get into this, like oh, he can actually maybe can see a path through masculinity poisoning his mind and be able to hang out with two people who love him, like these people both really care about him and want to, him to just be the best person he can be, uh, and hang out together. And that's all they want, and he just can't accept it.
2: Uh, no,
1: and hopefully he can. Um, uh, Takamori himself. <laughs> well, no, the thing I want to say, the thing I like okay. about this is that you get the sense that Miwako has been silently suffering through all this, but because... Yes she is now friends with Yukari who like lives a more traditional life where like some behaviors aren't tolerated like Yukari is a character who doesn't understand why all these people act like fucking children sometimes because that's what you get to be when you're in dilettante art spaces right like there's a certain there's a certain like foregoing of social mores that happens that's fine and good and like whatever but also sometimes you remember oh right sometimes it's good to act like adults and I feel like she realizes that through interacting with Yukari and grows a backbone that Yukari like is trying to figure out for herself before Yukari does because she's hanging out with her. Basically it's a show about navigating queer Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I <'cause> guess so. <laughs> I mean we live there. I, I bet it's I feel like it's a show about navigating all sorts of spaces. Really. Yes, but like when I think about our own lives, yes. right?
0: I think about how we are generally in a lot of ways, um, at least I mean you are and I am as well now, like older than a lot of people we hang out with. We are the yes. adults in a space online uh full of a lot of young queer people trying to figure things out. It's <laughs> some parallels yep. to this show's messiness. Yep. Um But yeah, so um about himself is
1: just cartoonishly nice. So he looks like a damn fake person. Like if you, <laughs> if you animated a mannequin, that's what he, Tokumori looks like. <laughs> yep. Because he's just in high school with everyone else, but he, he is very, like, attractive, but in, like, a distractingly bland way. Yes. And he's constantly, like, well-dressed, but in a distractingly bland way. And he's just very nice. But, again, in the way that you're like, my dude, are you a serial killer? Where is the problems? <laughs> <laughs> and every time that
0: Yukari comes to him with problems... uh. He, like, is, like, perfect. He has the answers right there. He is never jealous. He has no, no friction. He knows exactly what to do. And he's like, I am still in love with her, but I will support her because I'm just that nice. And it totally does. It's like, are you yes. a serial
1: killer? <laughs> yes. He's the best student in her class. He cares a lot about her. He <laughs> argues to the teacher to, like, when she decides to fuck off and do modeling full time, he makes excuses for her to keep her in class so she can actually get over herself and graduate. Uh in the six days that she's been away, well, <laughs> no, away from home. she's been moved. She's been living with George for six days, but she was out of school for long. The, the implication is, and it's right like before, like the finals or like midterms or whatever, that she's out of school for like two weeks, which in okay. a in a competitive cram school environment is a long time.
0: That is a long time.
1: Uh, yes, um, but yeah, immediately when he senses that she's into George and not him, he falls away immediately as a love interest. <laughs> yeah um it's very good yes but but somehow he grew up with the punk kid and the like ridiculous cartoon <laughs> lolita girl right and he has he just has no flaws like yeah. it,
0: you just think that there's some there's got to be something really bad in there <laughs> yep um but no there's nothing he's just like this <laughs> he's just like this and it's definitely contrasted again like so one of my favorite scenes in the show uh, is, um, uh, halfway through, no, it's episode five-ish, when Yukari's, like, realising the, um, she wants to fuck George. Uh, and in, like, a, I've had crushes on people way, but now I want to fuck this guy because I'm, an, like, becoming an adult. These are, these are like, real feelings that are different, and I have to navigate them. But it's in the context of her looking at a picture of, jo- uh, not George, uh, of Takamori and realising that she still has this, like, sweet crush on him. It's just something different. Uh, and she puts this photograph, like, away rather than keeping it up as, like, a teenage crush. But she doesn't burn it. She doesn't get rid of it. She doesn't try to, like, pretend that that's, like, she's past that now or that she'll never go back to that or, you know. And it's about, it's a really good scene about making these developments as you, like, grow up uh, without uh, undoing who you were, without um, taking away the feelings you had before. Uh, I really like that scene. And, like, that's some of my favorite stuff in the show uh, with Yukari's, like, becoming an adult stuff. Yes. Because it's implied that um, she uh, gets with Takamori by the end of the show, right? Yes, yes. Like it never shows. So it has a whole time skip, and she's with a she's married someone else because George is off in um, Paris doing uh, or New York, I think, in the show. But yes, by this
1: point, he's making costumes for like a Broadway show.
0: But basically has had a successful, ridiculous yes. high-fashion career. Uh, and the way the she's depicted,
1: life. she also probably has a relatively successful high-fashion career. Probably not on the stage that George has, like, internationally, but she is yeah. very glamorous in that last scene.
0: She's very glamorous. She ended up failing college, even though she, like, knew she had to take the tests because otherwise she'd, like, never forgive herself. Yes. Um, and her life worked out fine, and she got with Tokumori. And I like the way it portrays that ending as not... like. It doesn't portray that as, like, a bad end you got with the boring guy, right? Yeah. Um, It portrays that as being fine, and they probably get on really well and have a very healthy relationship, uh, but that doesn't mean that she can't, like, be nostalgic for this, like, very important time in her life uh, as a teen.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, I like the way the show is, on some level, about, like, rejecting the idea of relationships as competition. I think that is one of the central themes of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Like it's not the show where everyone becomes poly and it solves all the problems, but it is the show where it is aware of that as like a possibility because of communication between people. What if you just were honest about your desires and talked through uh, what you wanted with people?
1: Yes. I also think it's like an interesting show in that it's about the tension of, do you pour yourself into other people or do you pour yourself into your ambition? And neither is wrong, but yes. find, like it depicts the struggle of finding that balance where like, if you go all in one way or another, that's fine, but there are problems that come with that if you are not careful and responsible with that energy.
0: Because mm-hmm. uh, it ends up being that you just whatever you do, you just do because you've decided to do it, but you have to think about it all first. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, it's not an excuse for being an asshole.
0: No, no it is not. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very good show about, you know, be- traditional becoming an adult stuff, responsibilities and all that. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: it all hits home very well. Uh, we have one last main character, Jackson. Um, Yes, we do. We have Isabella. um, The character
0: who unfortunately doesn't really matter that much because she doesn't get much screen time uh but she's great she's like the uh contractually required anime mom of the group
1: yeah she is exudes mom energy she is tall and glamorous always dressed in incredible dresses and with like a flower makeup all over one eye um and she
0: lives in a castle
1: she lives yes we do find out she lives (laughs) in a castle with a butler uh butler man
0: oh it's so good it like goes between like hard cuts from um you guys being like oh i'm homeless and trying to bounce and get into college and get my life together and then bam hard cut
1: she's in a castle walking through her just magnificent huge flower garden talking about how she was raised by her butler sebastian <laughs> yes uh
0: anime is good they need to localize more jose stuff
1: yes Uh, the one thing that's revealed about her towards the end is that she is a trans woman, uh, which we were told not to look too deep into this show when we were given it as a task to do. I assume this is why, um, it's very understated as a reveal. It's only a thing she tells Yukari towards the end of like, when we were young, uh, George made me my first dress when he realized I wanted to like live as a woman and dress as a woman, and that's what inspired him to become a dressmaker because he saw what it did for me and transformed me as a person. Mm-hmm. Which is all very good. Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes in the show. Yes, uh, I like that stuff. I really like. Also, I fucking love, and I know it's just the anime thing, but six-year-old George with his blue fucking hair. <laughs> <That's> incredible. <laughs>
0: So good with like ridiculous Amaro cap.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yes. Uh, very good. Uh, and then she, uh, they, everyone thinks like when George goes off to study in Paris or London is it, it's London, right? Um,
0: it's London, I think.
1: Yes. Uh, she's like uh, there. Everyone's like, "Oh, Isabella couldn't make it. She it was too painful to say goodbye to her <laughs> childhood friend." And then it cuts to the boat where she's staying next to him, and he's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yes, of course. I'll go anywhere for you." You need someone to make your damn dresses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good because I I like that because it in like I wish she's more. She was in the show more. She's barely yes. in the show. She's kind of in the show in uh, just occasional scenes, but uh, it implies that. There exists a version of this show that uh, is her show, right? And this is her big ending. Because she basically makes the opposite choice to Yukari in the exact same dynamic of... uh, George is a person I love deeply and want to figure out how to, like, keep as part of my life, but also be yes. my own person. Um, And ends up going the other way of just, no, I'm just going to go to London with
1: him. It'll be yes. fine. Yeah, uh, because she's the mom energy character, she spends so much of the show, like, being the person who will encourage everyone when they hit rock bottom. Like, uh, everyone will talk to each other about their problems, but when they're really sad, Isabella will come in with, like, a cup of tea and some kind words and get them back on their feet. Yes. But that takes... Like that takes so much emotional energy to do as a person. I like that at the end. She's like, "Now fuck it, I'm gonna do for me. I'm gonna run off with Georgie, who I care so much about, and make glamorous clothes in London because fuck it."
0: And everyone being like, "Oh, she's too sad. She couldn't see it." And just, and she's like, nah. No, no, I'm not. I'm on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> get fucked, everyone. I'm going to London." Yes, uh, it's very good.
1: Yes, extremely good. <laughs> Um, But
0: those are the characters. Those are the main
1: characters. What uh, else do you want to talk about in the show? I really like that Paradise Kiss fails. Like, it's an idea that they had. They're like, we're going to build a clothing line, and then they all decide that that's not actually what they're going to do. Uh, Uh, Like, George goes off to maybe pursue being successful, which means apprenticing at, like, a high fashion shop, and maybe it'll go good for him. It's revealed that, like, it probably does go pretty good for him, but not exactly. Like, making costumes for Broadway is not the same as being, like, paris runway fashion designer right no um and miwako and arashi like they are like boots on the ground we're gonna make clothes we want to have a clothing line that we can sell to people and that's really exciting and then that doesn't really work for them like miwako ends up going and working for her older sister who has a successful clothing line and accepts that like she doesn't have to go off on her own to be to feel fulfilled like she can help her sister and be an expert in her field without being on her own in that way mm-hmm. um like it's okay to also be working with someone who can do the same thing as you but maybe better oh or differently even because her sister is implied that like she's got a good eye for the detail like like the details of running a business but is not the person who comes up with great ideas all the time yeah right? and like it is always implied with muakko that her um when people
0: look at her clothes, they go, "Oh, it's like uh, what's the what's the name of it? It's um happy bunny or something. What is what is the the other?
1: What is, oh, what is... Uh, like happy berry? Happy, like Barry, happy, happy berry? Happy berry?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, that's it. Because uh, it is implied that all of her designs are in some way similar to her sisters. In the way that when people look at them, they can see someone trying to, uh, like respond to because her entire thing is I need to break out of my sister's shell, but yes. because that's a react that's a reactive drive that is a drive defined by a shell that doesn't exist by her saying that i am in my sister's shell therefore i have to break out of it uh yeah. the only way she can actually be free of that is to accept that no i have a sister i am similar to other people and that's okay and i can like accept that and live my life and have a career uh and that doesn't like invalidate my
1: own uh identity and work yes um yeah uh and, they're uh, actually and then like in the band Yeah, Arashi's like, at the end, as everyone's packing everything up, he's like, oh, I guess I'll just focus on the band now. And is okay with that? Like, I like that he learns to fail gracefully. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is kind of the lesson of Last Ark. Like, uh like they do the big school fashion show and er- everyone's like oh we have to win and then they don't win they get second place uh be- and not even because their dress is like their dress is fantastic but the other dress is like such a radically it's like a very like gothic lolita very on trend for 2005 dress yes uh, in like kind of like a you know like it's very like japanese like street fashion you could see- you would see that on tumblr right um right. and it, it wins because it's different than theirs and it just wins. Sometimes you don't get picked. Like, it's not even about, like, you failed to do your best and, like, when she's really sad about not winning, George is like, do you, are, do you blame everyone for not doing their best? And she's like, no, I everyone did what they could. And he's like, so why are you making them, like, think of their failures as, fail like, of not winning as a failure when they did the best they could? We all did. Like, there's nothing to be sad about in this moment.
0: Yeah, no, because, like, is the only one that's really bummed. Everyone else is like, well, we came second, Hooray, right, we had a made a good dress. And she's like, why? Because she's, like, really confused at first as to why anyone is feeling anything positive ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. And part of that's because she's lived her whole life, like, oh, you have to be the best, get into the good school, go through cram school. And at some level of living, there's no such, like, no one's going to be the best, right? Like, yeah. George George might be a dressmaking genius. He will never be the best clothes designer in the world that's not how things work he doesn't have the resources even as like a rich boy right (laughs) yep uh
2: yeah and it's Uh, um... but i
1: like i like for arashi that looks like i made cool clothes i will probably still make cool clothes with my someday wife who works at a clothes company but i'm just gonna work on the band because we're out of school now like i did it He's got a successful band, so he's
0: already, like, so far ahead of everyone else. As someone who was, like, in a local band, the amount of people who are in local bands that even get paid, is fucking none. You're already in the
1: minority. Yes. (laughs) You're already winning. Yes. Uh, But I do, I do like that. And then George leaves Yukari the, like, he fills his closet full of original dresses into, like, a shipping container and leaves it for her to find and be the, like, caretaker of this memory of this thing they all had.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yes that's really good especially because it's like because he's got a thing of like i keep all my dresses and i only wear them like uh, one. like people only wear them once I-, I make them for people right these aren't yes things to sell these were made all with people in mind with memories in mind with specific Uh, goals that are important to me and that's what he leaves her when he uh because you know he's because he doesn't actually really have use for the dresses once they've been made he is there to express them he like he his version of creation is I want to create a thing for this moment and here it is and once that moment's passed he's kind of done with it well
1: Um, he keeps them around because like dresses like dresses are art for him right like it's a thing that is a expression of an idea and then that exists fixed in time it is not a utilitarian thing to have and to use In the way that, like, a person buying clothes would be. Which is why he's a terrible person to build into a brand that's (laughs) going to sell clothing.
0: Yeah, and everyone's like, how the hell are you? not going to function as, like, a person who has to make this your money. You're like, you're going to feel so uh, betrayed when you have to make this a job. Yeah. As everyone talks to him about this uh, over the
1: last two episodes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, The one other thing worth mentioning is many of these characters already existed in a prior manga by Ayazawa uh, yes. called uh, Gokunjo Monogatari, which has an anime. Uh, this is from like the nineties. Uh, it had like a 50 episode anime series uh, in it. I think the main character is Miwako's older sister and like Miwako and Arashi and Tokumori are children in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I really want to find this. <laughs> I need to
0: see a shitty kid Arashi. <laughs>
1: Yes. Because I it, I think it's more of like a light comedy slice of life thing and less romance yeah, drama.
0: Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh I'm really hoping to get a hold of that at some point.
0: That's good. That's good. That's good.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh hoping. Hopefully. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh is there anything else cuz I think otherwise that's
0: probably going to be it. We didn't we didn't really talk about some of the um like the stuff with uh George's mom and everything oh right yes do you want to talk about that because i mean this is like where our actual like biggest uh in the show come from
1: so uh when when uh when Yukari goes to like try out an actual place right that's where she meets george's mom yes Uh, because she she goes to an actual agency and there's this like older like middle-aged lady who is very successful and glamorous and with it but then there's also like this model who's just a mess, to the point where, like, you get the impression originally that, like, this is someone who's doing what Yukari is doing, but fucking up, like, someone who doesn't have responsibility. But then you find out, no, this isn't someone, like, of Yukari's peer age. It is George's mom, who is a bit of a drunk, and had a baby that she shouldn't have had with a popular guy, and has just been modeling and living her life on, like, that stipend for, the, like, the rest of her life. Yes. Uh, and is depicted as uh a sympathetic character but like a sad one for sure uh
0: so i feel like the show and um george and yukari's view of her is a bit uh unfair i think the...
1: yukari's view of her is extremely unfair
0: okay but... good because but I, th- I think george is played into that as well in that she is portrayed as like a failure and uh a failure of her own making um it is never like it's portrayed as like george grew up with this woman yes uh and witness what it's like to live with someone who has no responsibilities and doesn't like take themselves seriously yes uh, at like but at the end of that point right not at the teenage oh we just don't know what to do like seeing how destructive that can be when you let that go on for your life yes um but at no point but like this is portrayed as like this is why you have to be self-sufficient and not this is why you don't be a rich man who like takes mistresses and gives them stipe like the, the villain of the show is george's dad to me well sure and the show's like, not about that
1: <laughs> no the show's never going to be about that but george also takes this as it's his responsibility to take care of his mother like the reason that he is, he's like oh i'm just gonna become a makeup artist and live here is that he thinks he has to stay here to take care of his mom because his. Dad isn't around like he shows up every once in a while and gives them money and makes sure they're taken care of, but not like taken care of emotionally when his mom is like, you know, she gets drunk and treats him like almost like a boyfriend in a very weird, uncomfortable way. Right. Yes. And, and George is definitely uncomfortable with it and valid to be yes. so right. Like, yes, he is not having a good time yeah. at home. But he also knows that like it's if he doesn't take care of his mom, no one else will. Right. And the thing that like his his like his, the person he looked up to, who was the, like the same year as him, but went off to London, uh, Kaori, like she literally goes to his father and does the thing that he is too scared to to be like, please make sure that she's taken care of like for real, so George can live his life and not be beholden to just watching over his mom forever. Mm-hmm. Because George would absolutely do that. Like he is. The character who sees responsibility as the most important thing to ho- uphold and will totally eat his whole life to take care of his mom.
0: Yeah. Uh, the part where it, like, kind of broke down and got uncomfortable for me was, like, the way his mum stuff links into the way he treats Yukari and the way, like, he starts out with the show and he's like, I don't like girls like that. And Yukari's like, oh, I can't be a girl like that. George hates girls like that. Uh, and it just comes from a very uncomfortable place of, like, him seeing a shitty form of woman and passing on to the main character that she has to be the good kind of woman. Uh, and I don't think the show, like, completely gets into how messed up that is.
1: No, but also on some level, like his trauma is a real thing that he's he carries with him, and like the actual thing is these characters should have had a conversation before right. she even moved in, but they're eighteen, so she just moved in and didn't talk to him about anything.
0: But the show isn't about George getting over or understanding that his view of his mother, it, like the the show isn't portraying that as wrong and him like. It, the show isn't about differentiating between trauma and then like projecting that onto other people
1: uh i think it's there for you to hold on to like it's not about that because like this is about three weeks where they're building a dress not george going to therapy when he moves out right <laughs> right sure
0: but for me as like watching the um tension of this show play out i was like just waiting for you currently to, like tell george to fuck off because he's uh
1: he just treats her like shit um in a way that was very uncomfortable to watch sometimes but the the actual thing is, I think Yukari treats George's mom like shit in a way that is a- oh, absolutely Yukari. beyond the pale. Yukari she's, treats George's mom like shit in a big way <laughs> because, like, because she is friends with everyone else. By the time she meets Yukari or George's mom, she puts all of her like all these people are dilettantes who do the improper thing onto her, and she just becomes like this like caricature. Supercop. Yeah, of this messy, like, drunk-ass, like, slutty character in a way that's really uncomfortable. And, like, George probably feels some of that because he grew up with his mom being a mess, but he respects that she's, like, a character that needs to be supported and, like, have consideration for. Like, Mm -hmm. he goes so far for her in a way that is, like, very buttoned up, and he should probably express a little more what he's doing to people. But uh, I understand how you become self-sacrificing when your parents are fuck-up. I I, I fucking live that life every day. Um, (laughs) I know um but uh it's like george definitely has like valid feelings that he maybe expresses in, in, in improper ways yukari just steps over the line and fucking talks shit about uh, like someone else's mom to her face in a way that is so <laughs> condescending and fucked up oh yeah but that is like meant to be a kind of horrific moment yes no absolutely does that
0: whereas yeah. george's stuff is more just like he's such a fantasy boyfriend for the show that the show's not really about unpacking the ways in which his behavior is representative of cycles of really bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was what ended up pushing me uh, slightly more away from that stuff than you. Like, I still really like the show. Uh, and I get on board with the relationship because, like, you like the show, you like the girl, you like the teen girl, you're going to like the, the ridiculous boy she's into. It's fine. Everyone can like some ridiculous boys from time to time.
1: <laughs> I mean, all, all so, like, I, I have not had George's life, but the idea of, like, you end up buttoning down your feelings and in a way to appear cool when you are a child who has a very, like, very irresponsible parents, I've lived that life. I went through my 20s with a big chip on my shoulder and eventually oh, yeah. got over it and unpacked that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yep. Like I look at George and I'm like, oh, like he's going to be a nightmare for a couple years and then he's going to go through a lot of reliving his trauma and then he'll hopefully get over it because it's totally possible to get over this. But like, I just think it feels too real and like everyone here is sympathetic. So I don't, I can't just like say that his stuff is bad. Like even when it is bad, I think it comes from like a place you can understand. and. Oh, yeah part of the way I like to view drama is not to, like, this character does things that I wouldn't do or disagree with. He's bad, and I don't like him. I, uh, yeah,
0: it's more that, like, specifically, the the power imbalance between Yukari and George, I see George as having much more power in the relationship than Yukari. Yeah, uh, which is why
1: they don't work out, right? Yeah. But uh, also, like, in George's eyes, and maybe, like, maybe it is like a not good thing to do, but it's definitely the situation here where George goes to great extent to try to, like, instill in yukari the necessity to create the power balance like all he wants is for her to realize that she can choose to be like grow into being equals with him like if she goes through enough life experience
0: yeah and i think that that like approach is kind of fucked up i think going into someone and demand like saying if you do what i say you will be an equal with me which is kind of what he does is a messed up thing to do to someone that's like a weird starting point for a relationship
1: well, sure, but also she like literally was like, "Oh, let's make out. I'm into you. I want to live with you." And then he's like, he literally spends the first three episodes being like, "You shouldn't do this. You should go and finish school and not join up with us." She's like, "No, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be with you." And he's like, "Okay, well, that, that comes with like certain i like responsibilities as an adult who's gonna live in this world." Mm-hmm. And part of that is he needs to make, he wants to really make sure she doesn't fall into the same traps he saw his mother fall into. But also, like, you don't want to date a fucking childish person, person, right? I mean, this is true. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Like, eventually, if you're in a relationship that, like, is maybe not, like, the ideal one with someone you, like, if there's, like, a power imbalance, you're like, I'd really like it if you would just, like, grow up a little and live on my level. <laughs> and yeah. maybe that's a shitty thing to say, but it's not untrue. And I don't think it's, like, an unreasonable thing to think sometimes
2: hmm
1: like from the jump i'm like these two should not be together and they both realize hey guess what it's probably better for not together better, like, yeah. they're probably <laughs> muddle through and make it work but like we're, ne- we're neither of us are actually that invested in this like it's a mm-hmm. nice thing to have right now yep yeah.
0: uh but yeah, i don't really have like a good uh like re- resolution to this right it's slightly different
1: yeah. I mean, uh, being in relationships with people, especially when you're a teenager, is very uncomfortable, and there's a lot of frictive points around those things, oh, right? Oh,
0: boy, are there. Well, some
1: people never get over this. Some people do. <laughs> some
0: people do, yeah. Try
1: to be the ones that do. That's the yeah. takeaway of Paralyzed Guests. Yes learn from these this is my favorite thing about uh relationship dramas you look at this and you go to you think to yourself oh right if they had one conversation it would be much better and then you just have those conversations in your life when you feel these emotions you're like mm-hmm. oh I'm really in this situation where I don't know how this person's feeling about me I feel this weird friction maybe there's expectations there You're like oh right I remember when this happened I remember when Yukari and George should have had a conversation about how fucked up his mom's life is and they didn't and it just caused a lot of strife between the two of them I should fix this and do this in my life the lesson of all like interpersonal drama and fiction is just talk about it (laughs) yes the conversation might be uncomfortable i guarantee it's less uncomfortable than living with this (laughs)
0: yeah and it might end up like working out no this is this is a bridge that can't be crossed and we do all have to walk away from whatever this situation is uh
1: but you don't find that out without the conversation (laughs) yep uh but that's why i like that's why i like romances because even the ones that are good and like feel good you always look at them and you're like okay i see how people fuck up here (laughs) (laughs) they are instructive and good i also just like them a lot also this show's just got such great fashion it's so funny oh the fashion's good
0: uh, I wish it was funnier. I, I like it is very funny, but they kind of lay off the um, stylized like models and off models. Yes, stuff. I
1: wish there was more of the like goofy like kind of super deformed models.
0: Because um, I I don't on a more normal level. This isn't like a you know con- continuation of the yes. last conversation. But I don't I don't like George's like look. Uh, but I
1: do love his deformed look. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Where he just kind of looks like fucking Lupin the Third. <laughs> <laughs> like a ridiculous goof yes
0: um because there's a dumb boy i could see being into yes Uh, but uh normal george is too serious all the time yes
3: yes yep uh
1: Uh, yeah so i I think that's everything i
0: have yeah no i like the show a lot um yep it's really good
2: yeah
1: adam is good so thank you, Rosa, for requesting this. Uh, again, if you want to request anything, you can go to patreon.com slash neural mapping and request us movies, shows, OVAs, whatever. Typically, we're willing to go up to 13 episodes, but, you know, have a conversation with us about whatever you want to do. Um, we are going to be back next month with another one of these. We are going to be watching the first 13 episodes of Nichijou, Nichijou. which I believe is streaming on Funimation probably in the u.s uh i don't know about overseas i'd never check that stuff but yep uh i won't be having a special guest for that one i think uh and i think that's everything if you don't know where we are jackson where can people find our other podcasts people can find our other podcasts
0: at abnormalmapping.com there's a bunch there uh we have abnormal mapping it is a game club yeah, um, that's the main one. Uh, we have another one which might be announced by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um. So look around for that. But that's the that's the other the other free podcasts that we do. Yeah. Other ones on the website. But just go look around. Um. We also have a Patreon show uh, where we watch Gundam, which is th- what this feed is on. Uh, if you're not watching it on YouTube. Um, yeah. It is for One dollar a month, you get a Gundam episode every week, where we talk about Gundam two episodes at a time.
1: Yeah, the Great Gundam Project. We have just started Victory when this goes up, probably. Um, yes. And with that, we're watching uh, Macross, the original Super Dimension Fortress Macross. That's right, right? I, did I get that yes. right the first time Super ever? Super Dimension Fortress. Yeah, we did it! <laughs> uh, SDF Macross. And let me tell you, if you want to watch a wild-ass anime... <laughs> Matt Cross got your back, so please look forward to that. One dollar a month, of course, gets you those, and we'll be back with more of these. Hopefully, this will be in a feed soon. Maybe by the time the next one comes up, who can say? Who can say? Not us, surely not us. But thank you for listening. Uh, Absolutely, uh, watch Paradise Kiss. Get a hold of manga. Manga seems very out of print, but you know, get a hold of it if you want to. I'm excited to read it. Uh, And that's it.
0: That's it. We're done. Podcast done. Thank you very much.